0: Hey, we're Ramones of the Day, and this is Mama's Boy. One, two, three, four.
1: Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today we're discussing Mama's Boy, off of 1984's Too Tough to Die. This is their... And when I say there, we're talking about Ramones' eighth studio album and what is often referred to as everyone's favorite comeback—the
0: Ramonesance. The <laughs> that's what we're. I. That's what we're calling it. Love you it. Lo, you want to get Ramones out there? I want the Ramonesance to come out there.
1: Totally. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, too tough to die. Too tough to die. This yep. song written by Johnny and Dee Dee allegedly. Uh song category, Philip, you want to take that away? Oh, and Tommy. I, and Tommy.
0: Sorry, I left that off there. But yeah, this is actually of note. This is the last Ramon song Tommy wrote. Oh. That he's credited on anyway. Got I mean, it. He's producing this album. But yeah. Yeah. uh but yeah, he was he was a credited writer. Well, cool. according to internet sources that I was looking at.
1: Sure. And if you trust the internet, which you but probably shouldn't we're, oh, most come on. of the time. <laughs> Uh yeah, so uh Tommy and Ed Stasium, the Ed Stasium are right. producing on this album again, which is why a lot of people think it's so dang good because Tommy's back and key Ed is figures the Figures in the Ramona sons. Yep, key, key right. figures and fingers. Key fingers in the Ramona sons. Um Richie, we so, got a Richie on drums on this do. one. I mean, it's so funny because Richie of all the drummers spent. Not the shortest amount of time, because there, there was an Elvis aboard at one point. Right. But um, spent maybe the least amount of time yeah. as a Ramon, but is on one of the most beloved albums that the Ramones ever did.
0: We'll have to figure out how it falls, how it shakes out when we have all our votes tallied and we and we put things through the computer. Sure. Uh, but I almost have a hunch that Richie will be part of more like per capita loved work yeah than Marky. Mostly for the fact huh. that Marky was kind just of just had there. more
1: stuff. He was just
0: yeah, had more stuff and maybe had more not so good stuff. Yeah. So yeah. like his average comes down.
1: Yeah, and, and to be fair, Marky was on all the stuff at the end, which a lot of people are right. like, We don't like it so much.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And he's on the stuff prior to the Sons that brings that about.
1: Remonissance, so, oh man, I'm just so in love with that. Term. But you know what I, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. he's
0: he's part of that Totally. He's part of a going down. Marky was never. He was never really the key component in a comeback or like a now this. Yeah. Like he was obviously very instrumental. On being. <laughs> you
1: can quote him. Being
0: in uh, Road to Ruin. Yeah. But it was already like we're already kind of churning away. Yeah. And then they go downhill a little bit and and blame back. him. Sure, they probably blame him. <laughs> they come back with this. Yeah. And then the other Ramon Assange is Mondo Bizarro, but then he'd already been in there, and that's CJ's first album, so you can kind of, like, throw it his way and say, like, oh, well, yeah. this guy showed up, so maybe that's the X Factor. So I feel like, in a way, he gets kind of undervalued. Yeah. But, yeah, I'll be interested to see how that averaged.
1: But in general, I feel like on this show, hmm. we throw it to Marky a lot. I mean, you love him. I love a Marky, but I feel you like you Richie? love No, I'm talking about Marky.
0: Oh, I've, really? Me?
1: Yeah, I oh, feel like you, you throw only, it to Marky a lot. I
0: do on the ones that aren't very good. There's lots. Yeah, but of ones you that really
1: appreciate Marky as a drummer. I
0: am trying my best because I feel like drums are something I pay attention to the least. Yeah. But uh, if I were to pick, I think I would actually lean towards Richie. I, I just think. as a drummer? Yeah, as a, as well, a
1: everybody says that he's like the most... Because I mean, also, he was like a jazz drummer, wasn't he? Yeah. So everybody talks about him as just being like a ridiculously... Tight drummer that can right. just, you know, right. the force of it is just crazy. That's yeah. that's what people say.
0: Yeah. Oh, I gave this a song category of fight song. Okay. For lack of better or anything, because it sure. seems like he's uh, he's an angry guy and he's uh, he's calling people names. Sure. That seems that's as legit as it is Let goes.
1: me throw out this what alternate universe Go for, for you. What if it's love because he's a mama's boy and he loves his mama? <laughs> no. <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll um, take it. Speaking
0: of played live, uh, the Ramones played this song 287 times that I could find.
1: Amazing. 287. That's pretty good. It's got to be one of the higher it, it counts. It is way up there. Yeah. And also, most notably about this song mm-hmm. is, drum roll please. <laughs> it starts with a. One, two three, one three, two, three, four.
0: It does, and it doesn't. Because oh. It starts with that. <laughs> It starts with a guitar chord, and we've had this discussion. Okay. Is
1: it really a one, two, three, four? It is. Hold, on, Come hold on. on.
0: But hold on. We've had this discussion as a way of tying into the other thing that I never really would have thought of had I not been listening to them in such close succession. Yeah. But this song starts exactly like Listen to My Heart. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. And I was saying to you that, like, I can imagine very easily a concert going awry where someone thought it was like oh we're playing list oh no it's mama's boy no 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 no, gotta catch up (laughs) yeah yeah because it starts exactly the same
1: Mm. um yeah
0: it technically it's it is the first one i I wrote it this way very carefully it is the first one two three four on a ramones album opener so it's not so that just allows it okay it is the first one it, none of the other seven albums begin with a song with one two three four. Is
1: that true? That is true. Wow, that is some
0: niche no, information, information, my friends.
1: Bringing it to you live from Ramones of the day. You can't get this shit anywhere else. All right.
0: <laughs> uh, no, you got Blitzkrieg Bop. Uh, Glad to see you go. Oh man, I'm gonna get in trouble. And Creighton you know what's Hop. so
1: nerdy is that you can just rattle these off like this. Yeah.
0: No, this is the this is the first. Okay. Um
1: Good for you. Thank you. These these thousand hours of listening to Ramones has really paid off.
0: Um, This is also uh, the the debut of a couple things. You mentioned Richie. Yep. Uh, It is also the debut, an album debut, of who I call Low Growl Joey. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Where you would almost think if you were living at, you know, if you were old enough to buy these albums as they were coming out, This started, and you're like, I got the wrong band. (laughs) You're like, is this a Stooges ripoff? What's going on? It's a weird voice.
1: Would you call it weird?
0: Yes. Oh. I did. (laughs) Yes. No, I do, because it's got got a lot of... The things that always stand out in my mind about this song are a lot of his voice, and the way, especially the way he says, Ugly (laughs) Down. But he does that a lot through... Other words, and it's almost like an Elvis-ish accent where it's kind of like this, but you're gonna get cold, in you know, ugly dog. It's really strange. Uh-huh. And from a strange guy already. I don't know. It's just, and it's already, it's in that low growly Sure. too.
1: Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to say something. Cool. The, the growl is interesting and new, I feel like, for Joey at this point, but the way that he affects... Mm-hmm. The words, what he sings, is so not new. Okay. I mean, he's sure. doing that. He's been doing that since the beginning. He's doing weird. He's doing weird shit to vowel sounds, and he's That's doing true. it on purpose. That's true. For a fact.
0: I guess maybe the combination of the growl and the
1: the growl effect. is what I think is most interesting. But because I think those because he's a dude that considers himself a crooner. I mean, he had a whole album with Phil Spector, where Phil Spector's like, "Let's just get rid of the band, and we'll just have you <laughs> croon," you know. And then here comes Too Tough to Die, where he's like, raw, 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 raw. "You know, it's yeah. just so interesting."
0: Yeah, it's a whole other way of it's it.
1: It's a whole other thing. So, yeah, it's fun.
0: I think that's very Do
1: you like that or do you not like that?
0: I like that, but if really if I had to choose, I don't think this would be my favorite of his voices.
1: It's interesting cuz when this when I was getting into the song for today's mm. breakdown, mm. I was just the first time I played it today, I just remembered how much I love this song mm. and it just hits you. And um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's a. I think it's a powerful song. And I think it's because he does that thing. And I love that he made that weird choice. I just I love how many weird choices Joey makes Sure. with his vocals. I think that's why people love him so much, as a vocalist.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Because like if you if you look at somebody like C J, who who sings very cleanly and like mm-hmm. everything he does seems very polished and you can understand everything that he's saying. And Joey almost goes out of his way to make sure that you can't understand what he's saying or like sure. to give it all these weird extensions and yeah. cutoffs. And so Don't interesting.
0: a damn. Yeah. Yeah. He kind of puts like an effect, like a guitar effect. Yeah. I am. Yeah. It's the pre axl rose growl. Oh, that's like, interesting. oh That's yeah. interesting. Um, I I saw something else interesting in this. So they list off the bunch of things he doesn't want to be. You know, I don't want to work in a hot dog stand and all that stuff. And don't want to be a messenger. I don't think it times out right, but this is not – I mean, Marky's out of the group, but he's not yet a bike messenger.
1: Right. right? Yeah.
0: Okay. I want to check that with you because I felt – hearing it now and knowing what we know, I'm like, oh, what a dick move. So like, oh, no, no,
1: no, no, no. I mean,
0: I wouldn't put it past them.
1: Well, OK, so a little bit of context for anybody listening that doesn't know. Go Marky Ramone was forced to leave the band because he was a straight up alcoholic and he ended up kind of hitting rock bottom and taking time off in his career where he was literally just a bike messenger in New York City. And he yeah. writes about that in his autobiography. But I think these guys live in New York. And bike messenger being a bike messenger in New sure. York is a real thing. That's sure, very sure. present, you know. It's not I like ba- I
0: don't mean a bag on bike messengers either. No, not I at just, all. I just given that and having the time all looped together for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was like, Oh no, I, I no no no. Tommy, how'd you let that happen? A
1: jerk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh
0: those are the those are the oh, I had one more fact actually. Okay. There I just wanted to shout out. There is a tribute band called the Mamas Boys. Okay. Um I just Really enjoy tribute band names. Me too. I love the science of like, it's got to kind of be like either a lyric or a th- title. Sure. But pluralized usually. Yeah. I just... So there Did you go. Did you
1: listen to any of their stuff? Oh,
0: no. Oh. I just found that their existence was charming. I love that. That's all the facts I got.
1: What do you think your favorite Ramones tribute band oh, name crap. is? Um. I mean, the Ramonas is pretty good. The Ramonas is really <laughs> good. Although... I mean, that's like,
0: it's a whole other spin, right? It was like, we're the female version of this guy yeah. band, or vice versa. Uh, the Hormones is another really good one. Okay. Because that's another uh, women Ramones band. That's good. Uh, yeah, I like those, two. Yeah. I think those are good. Yeah. That's just, that's, I love that that's, it tells you what it is. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like, oh. I get it. it. <laughs> got it.
0: <laughs> uh, did you have any facts about this to share? With um,
1: yeah. I don't really have too many facts. I mean, this is definitely a song that I feel like a lot of people have heard from mm-hmm. the Ramones. There's so many songs that most people probably haven't yeah, even saying, heard. This is,
0: this is like our first bigish one in a while. That we've
1: done in a while. Like... And um, it is, I think, a, a very powerful vocal treatment from Joey. So I can see why when this album drops, a lot of people are really excited about this music. Sure. Uh, because it's making a really intense statement, and it's, I mean, I'm trying to think of any other bands that this sounds like.
0: Hmm.
1: I mean, it is very 80s,
0: sure, and it's obviously informed. I, it, the interesting part about you know that they say about this album is that this was very informed by the hardcore scene, yeah, uh, that came out of that. That's sort of like the Ramones doubling up on their own influences, they they inspired. Helped inspire this, and then that became something else, and then they became inspired by that too. Yeah, so it's like a two way thing. So it's that's sort of contextually interesting to be like, oh, we're doing this here. The all right, I Still think not that fast.
1: Well, what I really love about this song in particular, and I I think it's a, a microcosm of the album, is that it it's it's. It's shaking hands with that hardcore scene, but it's still so Ramon's A. Sure. And they somehow managed to just nail themselves on this album in a way that everybody just feels like, yes, this is what we've been wanting, you know?
0: And a little, and different from
1: everything else that they've the done. Original yeah. It, so
0: it was the right, I think that's part of why people love this album as much as they do is yeah. that that was, it's when you're watching movies and there's a sequel and it's like, some sequels don't do so great and then one comes along and you're like that's I wanted more but different. Yeah, and that's this exactly it. What, yeah, totally. You, you guys found it. Yeah, more and, but yeah, different. More but different.
1: Um I just had a couple little quotes that I found online Ooh. about this uh Kurt Loder who Sure, MTV I, News. I, MTV News just so many reviews about their moans are just like nah. and then you go read Kurt Loder and he he calls this uh, uh or sorry, he calls this song classic trash. Hmm. And I don't know what I loved about that, but I just think that that is so... I think you could describe the whole band as classic trash. Like, sure. just love it. I think that they would love that, you know? They'd just be like, hell yeah. Right.
0: And then... Which um is, It's funny, like, that's different. I know what you're getting from that. That's different than the other review you read, where it talked about, like, stupid lyrics and everything like that. Yeah. That's not dismissive. No. Not you know, at all. In a weird way, even though trash is literally something you are throwing away. Right.
1: Yeah, but Wait, I did you I, not throw away trash? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you hesitated at the exact wrong moment.
1: Um I, I wanna say that maybe it's not even about the thing of trash, but it's it's describing something that is trashy okay. or lowbrow or I mean they called themselves Ramones. <laughs> and Ramones means punk dudes that have, you know, kids with nothing else to do. Ramones, kids making trouble the sure. trash of the neighborhood like i think that's a term that they took on themselves mm. with a, a point of pride so i love that he described this song in particular as that because um classic i think this song is a classic in my opinion okay i feel like when i feel when i hear this song i'm like yes i i i want to hear this song again and then uh thomas earl wine from all music said this album is a sterling set of lethal punk mm which I thought was a beautiful turn of phrase for this album and this song. That's good. Yeah.
0: Really nice. Good job, Thomas. Yeah, good job. Um, some random feelings about this. Please. I, I'm probably less up on this song than you are, although I do like this song. Um, but part of what has always like held me back a bit, and maybe it's just the context of 30 years or whatever, um, is it tries really hard to be tough. And I've been thinking about this with the band. Yeah. That like, they did did try, like, I'm not saying they're not tough guys, but I mean, they literally wrote a song called I'm a Tough Guy.
1: And their album is called Too Tough to Die. Yeah. So it's like, okay,
0: there comes a point when-
1: (laughs) We get it. There comes a point when
0: legitimacy is outdone by the proclaiming of legitimacy. Sure. So it's, to take a page from current history, it's like Donald Trump- Going out and constantly saying how, like, I know the best words. I'm the best. I'm I'm the the most tough. If you have to say you're the best,
1: you're probably not the best. Well, the the album cover, or sorry, album title, Too Tough to Die, supposedly comes from Johnny when he got beat down by that dude in the street, and then he went to the hospital and he didn't die, and so they named the album after that moment.
0: No, I get it, and it's great.
1: No, but what I was going to say is, I feel like that is such... Anytime anybody uses the word tough, I feel like it's coming directly out of Johnny's mouth. I don't feel like Joey's like, I'm so tough. You know what I mean? I think it's Johnny reminding everybody every day that he's the tough one. This is a tough band. You know what I mean? And...
0: He's the the wolf in the pack that's like, I'm going to... You have to roll over and see if I don't kill you to make sure that you're still cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're still cool. And, you know, it's almost a double-edged sword because... If you look at the history of these guys' careers, they had a tough time. Yeah. So wa- watch what watch what word you use as totem because there's too a shag- difficult to die. Well, <laughs> <laughs> too difficult to die. <laughs> it doesn't quite pop,
0: you guys. It's not, <laughs> <laughs> not there. Oh man. Well, I was I was gonna say about the, the tough thing is it kind of makes me laugh in the wrong way. The grunts. The those, the grunts that are supposed to be, I guess, punching or, you know, like, tough guy sounds, (laughs) they just sound like they're trying really hard. I know,
1: but also, context corner.
0: Context corner, the corner. This is
1: 1984. Right. And now we live in a post-metrosexual world where mm-hmm. all that stuff seems kind of silly, but in 1984, that was real deal legitimacy. You sure. know, that you wear a jean jacket and you can, you know... Right. You drink Budweiser or whatever. I don't know.
0: Yeah, but you and I were talking about this earlier that, like, I feel like this is sort of the Top Gun beach volleyball Yeah, please scene. go into that a well, little yeah, bit. Well, yeah, just the idea that, like, I'm sure, in a way, somebody... Either either they made Top Gun to be, like, a secretly super gay movie, or they tried to make the most cool, tough, heterosexual thing in the world and ended up going the opposite way. Well it's like
1: in the writer's room you know they're saying things like okay so we need this scene where it's really going to prove how how manly and homosexual these guys are. Heterosexual. Heterosexual. Sorry.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How could I make that mistake? Anyway so so we're going to write it in I mean you just we should really stop because that's exactly what happened. Because they really? they tried to write, like, the most straight, macho scene, and they're like, okay, so everyone's there glistening with their shirts off yeah. and playing volleyball, and they're posing, and they're talking about how hard they are.
1: Yeah, talking about how and, hard I mean, they are.
0: And all of them are beautiful. Yeah. So and you're like, can
1: we get some more glistening in this scene? Um, <laughs> I don't think there's enough glisten in here. We really want to prove how manly they are.
0: But, it, but that's the thing, is the proving yeah. ends up, Pushing it too far, and that yeah. that that just always keeps me a little at bay right now. Uh, I, and I, plus, I, and plus, oh, sorry, real quick. Yeah, I, I found out I apparently had the lyrics wrong because he says "closet lame," and based on what I'm hearing, I thought he has been saying "closet gay" forever. I always thought that's what he said, but apparently, "closet lame" is a thing.
1: Closet lame. Well, I mean, it's it's poetry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. But there is something about how this song drives through the drums mm-hmm. um, that's almost like kind of tribal. Mm. And I like that about it. Sure. You know, um, it's rumbling. I mean, he's using this grumbly voice, but the music is also kind of rumbly. And it sure. almost feels like, you know, when you first start up your Harley and it's like, bah, 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 like, that's what the feel of this song is. And like okay. you said, like, that might be too much, but I think because. It, it, they do it so well in my mind, I don't mind it. Okay. I just I just enjoy well, it love. and let it wash over me. Fine. Like a heterosexual glisten. <laughs> um, I just let them get on each other. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, I love your, this song. Love, I'm so into it. I'm going to officially be a like. Dang. I'm going... I'm sorry. I know. Uh, I'm going to give the my most valuable vote uh, to Johnny. Um, because... I think if there is a success in that, it is like the guitar sound sounds great. It's probably some of that attitude to be like, no, we gotta go tell everybody how tough we are all the time. Yeah. And so. so how we tough we are. How tough we are. So I and I I, that's how I feel. I th- almost gave it to Tommy, but I don't know how. I, I feel like then I'm downplaying Ed Stasium's role in this too, but he wrote, co-wrote it, and so anyway. Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it a big J. I love it that you gave it to Big J because I mean he. He wrote on this business. Big J. And I feel like Johnny doesn't... He writes some songs, but he doesn't write a ton of songs for the Ramones in comparison to everybody else. No. And even though there are three writers on this song, it feels like it's Johnny's voice. Okay. Sure. Right? I yeah. mean, I'm just, I'm just expressing... No, yeah,
0: it feels like his style, at least, of...
1: Yeah. Of it feels that. like he's getting what he wants out of this, for sure. Yes. Um, right. I'm going to say my... And I think it's kind of a toss-up for me, because I... I do love Johnny as an answer on this. And also, I love Joey Ramone. Sure. So I'm going to give it to Joey. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if. Only because it is such a breakout performance by him. Yeah. Sure. Even though I, I know this is super Johnny esque, John, John Zay. John Zay. <laughs> I don't know if that works. But, um, I'm going to give to Joey because, man. Fair enough. That's fine. Yeah, well, You can't deny that. him on this, man. No.
0: It was all, everybody had, well, in a way, it makes sense, too, because he, like, there's other occurrences of Johnny's guitar sort of like this and in this style, but yeah. there's not been an occurrence of Joey's style no. like this. And for a couple albums before, let's say people thought it was like, you know, maybe a little sappy or something else, and this feels Like, they're at least trying, however legitimately you want to say, it is trying to be something else, like two fists, we're going to fight.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Joey's getting uh, criticized by his own band for what a crooner he is in previous albums, and this one is just, nope. Nope, screw you. Um, But I do want to say that I feel, in general, I don't really give Johnny a lot of credit for best... So I, I would love to give it to him on this one, but let's face it, Joy Ramon is a god, so That's tough. So. That's a real tough one to beat. Um, any what? last thoughts on this one? I don't think
0: I think we've done it. Oh, did I say that I always think they're saying Mama's bald? <laughs> I do think that. So everybody just live with that. It sounds like you're saying Mama 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 Mama's bald. <laughs> and on that note, I'm done.
1: <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, everybody. Uh, please follow us on Twitter if you go there at Ramones Podcast, and uh, join us next time. We'll be discussing mental hell on Ramones of the day.